1: Take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the,
0: the way, way they, they were.
1: Hi Chantelle! Hi Grania, how are you? Oh my god, I'm still coming down
0: from the glory that was. Oh. What was it? Our live show at London Podcast Festival last Friday, September the fifteenth, at King's Place and King's Cross. If you were there, then you know you're probably just recovering now. I'm still washing the glitter off my face, to be honest. I, do you know? I think I left my headphones backstage.
1: I love more than the headphones back age, kid <laughs> That's my drama. That's my big, uh, I mean, other amazing things happen, but that felt like a very me thing to do. Uh, we had Chris
0: Hall. Who, oh, um, oh, absolute dreamboat. You guys, just if you were there, you know, but if you weren't there, I know so many of all of our international followers, you couldn't be there. What a show. He was an absolute dream of a guest. And don't worry, the episode is going to be released very, very, very soon. So you too will soon be able to go through what we went through, the power of that episode, the power of that hour. Can I just say? So we went
1: for a drink afterwards, and I saw Chantelle just like chatting away, not caring the world, with Chris Hall in the bar. Mm. And I felt like a real mixture of like burning envy, but also like ferocious pride. I felt it was. I thought this is how Chris Jenner must feel for all her daughters. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) Oh,
0: I was like, look at her just chatting away to him, just like vibing. We have been since as well. We're besties now. We're besties. What can I say? I'm sorry. We just got each other. We all did. You wait till you hear the chemistry of the three of us is it's palpable. It'll come through your headphones. Well, if you want to see what our chemistry is like in real
1: life, we've got another live show coming up in the city of London
0: in, I want to say, October 25th. October 25th, Wednesday, at the Museum of Comedy, which I believe is in Hoburn, I believe. Tickets should be available soon. The guests will be announced very soon. Tickets are available now, actually, and the guests will be announced very, very soon. We're very excited about it. I realize it's London, but you've got time. Get some tickets. It's nearly yeah, Halloween. Get yourself. a costume. Come as your favorite couple. Come on down. Come see us. You know, it's right around the corner from the British Museum. Make a day of us. Exactly. That's what day I'm saying. Of Bring some sandwiches. Come on, this is your life. The way the weather's going in this country, by then it'll be a balmy 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. So have a come on down and see us. Well, speaking of hot, <laughs> it's time to introduce our guest. Oh, he is hot. <laughs> <laughs> With all he, that, he's very herstute, so he'd be very hot. <laughs> he's her-
1: he's hairy, he's hot, he is handsome. hmm And he knows a lot about pop culture. He really does. He is the legend of the cabaret circus, my very good friend, and soon to be yours, Dave the Bear. The The
0: way they were. were. Hello. Hello, Hello, David. (laughs) We're so happy that you're
2: here. Here We are. How are you? I'm very good. Am I the first legend of the burlesque scene to be? the only
0: one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as far as I know. You're
1: it. <laughs> We're a very romantic podcast. We believe in a thing called love. Do you consider yourself romantic?
2: I think I started my life very romantic. You know, when I was six or seven, I was listening to Tony Braxton and <laughs> Anita Baker and Boys to Men. And so I always had this ideal of that's what love was like this really, like all these massive soul singers. Whereas all my friends were listening to Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls and stuff like that, I was like crying to breathe again by Tony Braxton oh. like on my own. So I had this idea of love always in my head, like um, from a very young age. So I was this the most romantic person. Oh. Then I grew up and realised that men are the bastards. <laughs>
0: have to realise that to make those songs good. If every man was nice to you, you'd be like, what was Tony on about? You yeah. need, need them to be assholes.
2: Tony needs to chill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tony, you met the wrong person. They're actually great.
2: <laughs> <You're> weird.
1: <laughs> so what do you think? So those like Unbreak My Heart, all, you know, those moments, those great moments in the 90s, what do you think? What? How did they inform what you thought like a classic love affair would be like? What did you think it would involve?
2: For very much so the roses, rose petals on a bed and oh. champagne and candles. Was. Because all of boys Men and everyone were just always talking about making love all the time. Yeah. And, you know, rather than just having a romp around the back of the bins, which <laughs> is more like my sex life, <laughs> I was... I just thought sex was like making love all the time. Mm-hmm. It it's was like a just,
0: performance.
2: Yeah, it's just it's so like, romantic. You take off
0: your clothes on the floor and it was all very slow and satin sheets and silk robes and candles and delicately placing you. Then, and then suddenly, you're knocking on boots when you're in there, but it was like a while to get there.
2: You know? Oh, yeah. And it, they bubble always, bath. They always brag about having sex all night long as well. All like, oh, night we're going to be having sex all night long. And I, I couldn't think of anything worse, to be honest. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, and just when you think, you Done. I'm gonna come back all night. And it's like, okay,
2: oh, no, I said, like, better not. No, I'm like 10 minutes of no, got, got work
0: in the morning, mate. Yeah. I've oh, got, got school in the morning. I've got a big test tomorrow.
2: <laughs> 10 minutes of sex and then order a delivery and just lie there in bed covered in cheesy Ooh. chips. That is my idea of a sexy mom.
0: Hey, big spender,
2: get the sex out of the way and get the food in there. Now you talk
0: talking
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Uh, I'm trying to think where to go with that. So you've picked a really iconic couple.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait. She's trying to find a segue between you talking about fucking and eating and the couple. (laughs) Ganya is the queen of segues. She's under a lot of pressure here.
2: Oh, let me like, get to the it's, straight. it's <laughs> not fucking and eating, it's fucking then
0: eating. <laughs> They're fucking then eating. Yeah, oh, I don't
2: want that fucking to get in the way of my eating. <laughs> I do not yeah. want. Yeah, I do not need penises where, where a fucking problems should be. <laughs> Thank you very well, much.
1: So you were speaking of the 90s, and I think this is not giving too much away that this couple, they really were. Emblematic, I think, of, of a moment in the 90s. But as always, Chantel does not know who we're about to spend the next hour doing a deep dive into. So, I can tell you, Chantel, this golden couple got together in the glorious year of 1999. Okay. So, picture the scene. Prince Edward marries Sophie Rhys-Jones. Sixth Sense had us all seeing dead people while we were living la vida loca mm-hmm.
0: you you there are you there yet chantal i'm there yeah you're in your, your bootcut cut jeans, You're sparkly like top. A, if it's any time between 1985 and 2012, Garnier's like, the bootcut jeans, the boot cut jeans. It was like they had a chokehold on Grania for like 30 years. I
2: knew you then as well, Grania. I don't think I ever saw you in bootcut
0: boot-cut jeans. As, as far as I know, all Grania wore for the first 20 years of her
1: life, bootcut jeans. My spirit animal is bootcut jeans really... and a nice sparkly top. It is, it is. <laughs> well our couple she thought she could make them whole
0: again but okay. their love was flying without wings i got it it's um brian mcfadden and um uh carrie 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 katona oh that was an easy one good one though i can't even had them yet i yeah. loved brian and carrie i okay. loved carrie back then I loved, <laughs> I loved them as a golden couple. This is a saga as well. Oh. oh, my God, guys. If you're listening, well, you are listening at home. Settle in. Settle in. You're in for a real story of our time. Especially you Americans. You have no idea what you were missing. Oh, my God. So, Good choice, Dave, Dave.
1: Dave, talk us through. What was it about this couple oh. that you were like, I need to talk about them?
2: This, this, there's this a saga in just the deciding, actually. So before we even get to the couple, there's another saga. I went through so many. I was I wanted Whitney and Bobby, but then I thought that might be a bit dark. And then Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley I was fascinated in. And Britney and Justin was another one I was mm. like, so it's all very pop culture. But Britney and Justin, I, we can't say a bad word about Britney. And again, Speak it's, for yourself, uh,
0: Dave. I can. I can.
2: <laughs> it, it, Excuse it, it, me. Is there sh- a mute button? Is there an exit <laughs> Zoom if i how to use technology? You You need to have voices like mine
0: around <laughs> to help the debate, the conversation. We can't have an echo chamber here, Dave. <laughs> Dave, just ignore her. Ignore her. Carry
1: on.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pretend that you know. I'm going to put that in my notes. <laughs> One point down, Chantal. Right. Um. So, yeah, so all those couples I was thinking about and mm-hmm. then... This one just made me laugh. Every time I mentioned it to someone else or I thought about it, I got the giggles. I was like, it's just going to be fun and silly. It's just like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, Kerry Katona's going to be on stage and suddenly her boobs fall out and she's so (laughs) traumatised. She runs to Brian McFadden and then I was just like, this will just be silly. Then I went to Gran Canaria two weeks ago and I took Mm -hmm. her biography with me and I've never been so traumatised in my life. I mean, I was looking to read *Handmaid's Tale* as some light relief from mm-hmm. Karen Katona's biography.
0: Yeah, Carrie's it was backstory is horrific. Rough. Yeah, it's rough.
2: <laughs> I had no idea. I was sitting there reading lot. it, like in tears. Like,
0: I. But a lot of her big. most recent darkness comes post Brian, so we can hopefully we haven't got to delve too what, what, far what, into what, what, that. What? So I will say because there's a the childhood bit and then there's the adult bit. <laughs> what was so so? Dave texts me a picture of
1: him on his holidays with his little my story Mm -hmm. love and survival and i was like oh i was like oh cute i'm i because i just ordered that i was like cool i'm gonna start reading that soon and then i started reading it and i kept thinking of you poor dave on holiday (laughs) by the pool
0: (laughs) I genuinely kept thinking, I kept thinking. Of the cocktail in hand and oh, the cocktail <laughs> I mean, ice God, just melting. Oh, yes. I'll give, just give it back to the waiter, <laughs> fuck it. I can't have this.
2: Bring me a whiskey. <laughs> swap, exactly, swap this pina cloud for a whiskey. Like, yeah. And a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm starting again, fuck it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, we will. We'll do sort of a quick whistle stop through Carrie's early years.
0: But we uh, could do an entire podcast series oh. on Carrie's life. So yeah, we have. We won't get too. Don't worry, listeners. We'll keep it. We'll keep it light <laughs> as much as we can. But before we get there, I know there are some readers, some readers,
1: because some people read the podcast, we have um, some readers and listeners already like pulling their hair out in frustration and say, enough of this flim flam. (laughs) What what about the horoscopes? (laughs) So, Kerry, she's September 6th. She's a Virgo queen. Mm -hmm. Brian, now in your mind, you can either spell that with an I or a Y. It's controversial either it way. It is controversial
0: either. Yeah. this. it no, is. Yeah.
1: He came to someone, I thought it was an Irish thing. Oh no, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Brian thing. It's a Brian thing. He was born April 12th. He's Aries. Aries. Okay, we haven't so, had very many Aries. Dave, any, any, do you have any experience dating Virgos or Aries.
2: My, my partner is a Virgo, actually. Ooh, so...
0: He's got previous. He's got insider knowledge.
2: Yeah. So he's very romantic. He's much more... He hasn't been jaded. He didn't listen to the Tony and songs like I did as a <laughs> seven-year-old. He doesn't know the truth. He doesn't know. He doesn't, he know doesn't what's stay up for seven whole days and seven whole nights. <laughs> um so, so he what, is very romantic, and he's done, He's a very romantic person, very sweet. What
1: percentage chance did they ever have of working, considering their horoscope compatibility? So I want a percentage. I'm going to need a percentage.
2: So Aries and Virgo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: I've got absolutely no idea. Absolutely no idea about star signs at all. So I am going to go with one percent.
0: One percent. Percenter before, and I mean it in both <laughs> sense of the words. Like you're up in the one percent of your career, and also choosing one percenter. I'll go the opposite I'm gonna go fuck it. I'm gonna go ninety nine. Let's really have a nice gap. Who knows what can happen? Okay. So this
1: is according to their astrological charts.
0: Let's hear it laid on me. These two can be
1: so annoying to each other. Well, it's right so far that they might annoy everyone around them. When you think of a partner who brings out the best in you, Aries and Virgo are the worst possible match. Oh no. The downside of an Aries-Brian partner is their impulsive nature, readiness to fight and tendency to lose their mind over something that might not be that big of a deal. The possible downside of Virgo... I hope you're listening to this, Dave. Is hysteria and continuous, never-ending talking? Oh God, well, that sounds
2: right. Yeah, my horrible <laughs> man. Yes, I feel it's like con-
1: Dave might have gotten it on the nose of one percent. <laughs> <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> This can lead to endless, pointless fights, because Aries' Brian will never change their nature, while Virgo Kerry will seem like a crazy person screaming, and I, I don't quite sexist. get this, with gloves on and a huge bottle of antiseptic liquid in their hand.
0: <laughs> what
2: side is this? Is, that, is this no. like horoscope, but also trying to sell you Dettol or something? <laughs> This sounds like every one of me and my partner's arguments is always <laughs> standing there with it. And I always wondered why. It's because he's a
0: burger. <laughs> and also, he's arguing with you about cleaning. He's like, why is it always me?
1: <laughs> they will probably find each other extremely repellent and break up swiftly. Party hell. Thirty
0: percent. I got thirty <laughs> percent. I'm sorry. I still think Dave was right with one. <laughs> it sounded yeah. like a one percent yeah. to me. So this wow. is a pre. Uh, this is a a
1: prepared question I had for Dave. I've even have it printed out. How depressing did you find reading her memoir? Well,
2: oh. Because that's it. Like so depressing that you didn't even have to write ask the question. <laughs>
0: did you finish it?
2: I did, but no, literally like. Getting towards the end, I was literally sitting there saying, I don't want to finish this. <laughs> yeah. I can't take anymore. I God. really can't.
0: When does the memoir end? Like, at what age is she when it ends?
2: it is about a year or two after they break up so after brian and her break she's written three books now and this is the first one which is pre-atomic kitten atomic kitten and the brian relationship and then there's like a chapter or two at the end
0: this doesn't even get to the stuff and like that happened after brian
2: no no we're not even there yet and it's really bleak. bleak I was... Because a lot of it is what Brian did to her. Like, Mm. that was just sad. It was like... Which
1: we will get get to. to. We will get to. So first, whistle-stop through Kerry's train-spotting childhood. So... (laughs) Her mum suffered a lot with mental health. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, her mum's abusive boyfriend stabbed her in front of Kerry. Her mum tricked Kerry into doing speed when she was 14 by telling her, sure, but. Then one of her earliest, one of her first boyfriends when she was 15, uh, she discovered that her mum had slept with him. He was 21, It still not great. And she kind of was in and out of care quite a little little bit. And then just before she's about to join Atomic Kitten, her boyfriend at the time is a bouncer, 14 years older than her. Of course, great stuff. That's a great start. (laughs) So let's leave little Kerry. She's just joined Atomic Kitten. She is so excited. This is Everything to her, She's had such an awful childhood. She has no plan B. And this is like, it's not just like, oh, brilliant, I'm going to be famous. It's like, oh, my God, brilliant. I will have like... An escape. A, p- <laughs> a place to live. Yeah. I'll have food. I'll have like a bit of stability in my life. So that's it, Kerry. Meanwhile, across the Irish Sea...
0: Oh, here, Here she comes. comes. <laughs> <It's> like, Little <laughs> Brian Here she comes. <laughs>
2: Hello.
0: Imagine the Irish music begins in the background. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> Little leprechauns turn up. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Little Brian McFadden? The accent's now, gotten I, thicker. Little <laughs> Brian McFadden. She, it's gotten thicker. She's, she's brought up the price of Guinness listening. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> Pull up a stool and let me tell you a story of little Brian McFadden. <laughs> he went off to the war and he killed all the English. No. He, um, <laughs> he attended. Okay, so this is major. If you're an Irish listener, you will get the cultural context of this. He was a Billy Barry kid.
0: I
2: what <gasps> do
1: you know what, do you know what a Billy Barry kid is,
2: Dave? No, I was just being no.
1: dramatic. <laughs> oh, good for you, Dave. I believed it. I believed it. I was like, where is Dave? That was good. Okay, let me tell you a little bit, of Billy Barry kid. Growing up in Ireland, it's not like we've got like stage schools everywhere. If you're mm-hmm. an attention-seeking child, you basically can go out into a field and like shout at a load of sheep. And that's the only attention you're going to get. We that's don't have do, and that's what I used to
2: do. <laughs> and
1: then <laughs> <laughs> so you there wasn't we didn't have that you know like oh like italia conti all that sort of nonsense sylvia Great young school, yeah. we could only dream but what you did have was every year the late late toy show was like the event of the year and then there'd all be these kids like tap dancing and singing songs and getting all that glorious sweet attention and where were they always from
0: billy barry the billy barry school <laughs> Yeah, the, so, did you say a late, late toy show? There's the late, late I kind toy of show.
2: Sh- I kind of shut off a bit <laughs> during that. I'll be what's with the, you, lost me. And what's also, the who late, is Billy Barry?
1: Yeah, Billy Barry's a school? Who so it's a it? stage school. It it is, is like it's Ireland's, the stage school. It's Ireland's only... I'm sure there are many now. You know, we've had the Celtic but Tiger then, things. back Back in the 80s and 90s... That was it. Billy Barry kids were... You know,
0: like the... Um, like Brit school the, kids. Like the Mickey Mouse kids. At the Mickey Mouse club. Oh, okay. yeah, Christina okay.
2: and Brittany and Justin and... We'll eggs. come back Ryan to Gosling. the whole... Um, we haven't got time in this
0: episode, but I do want to come back to the late, late toy show. Well, we can do that maybe in the after
2: <laughs> show or just next time I see you. Are they dead I need to hear more about this. <laughs> are the toys dead? Yeah, I don't
0: know. How late are we... Is it like late night? I'm pretty sure, like David Letterman, but played by a puppet. I'm really confused. So we'll come back to it. <laughs> What I'm saying is, if he's a Billy <laughs> bloody
1: Barry kid, he's doing well for himself, okay? I understand. He's yeah, different, sorry. different upbringing than Kerry, shall we say. Different upbringings. He, oh, you like this, Dave. He started an R&B group nice. with his teenage friends. They were called Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> A bunch of lily white Irish kids called Cartel. Okay. Oh, and God. it was oh, while performing in his R and B teen group called what? Cartel uh-huh. that
0: he was I've discovered. Discovered. Imagine how baggy those clothes were. Mm, <laughs> well, said think deuces of deuces the Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely, definitely, definitely giving up. <laughs> Go on, so. <laughs> The gelled fringes. Gelled Just think fringes.
1: Of it. He was discovered by a little manager you may know called mm. Louis Walsh. There he is. We knew oh. he was coming up, guys. So, it really Billy Barry Kid Brian McFadden is now a pop superstar, plucked from obscurity. Yes, and a uh, little Kerry, you know, scrubbled her way off the street Scrappy and is Ken. now yeah. yeah, little Scrappy Kerry is an atomic
0: kitten. So they meet backstage in 1999 at a on a Smash Hits tour. Got, I was just gonna say, I bet you it was a Smash Hits tour. I knew it was that or the um what, the poll winners party. It was yeah, one, yeah, it was yeah. One of those two things. So according to Kerry, she didn't even know who
1: Brian was. Way she was clear. like, I, I know, uh, oh, she liked all sort of old fashioned music. She liked country music. She would no idea who they were. But Liz had a big
0: crush on him. Liz being so a member of Atomic Kitten, by the way, listeners.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, sorry. Liz from Atomic Kitten. And she was like, oh my God, it's Brian. Oh my God, it's Brian. And Kerry was like, oh yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? I mean, little Kerry is not going to be shy about chatting a lad backstage. Come on. So um, she went up, she started talking to Brian because Liz really fancied him. Then Brian starts cracking onto her. Then she goes into the dressing room. She gets talking oh to God. the other Westlife boys. Then she goes into the men's toilets with them for a oh cigarette.
0: My God. Oh um, my God. They all just start to be... Te- <laughs> sorry, Just should we sort of lay the groundwork a tiny bit for listeners who aren't aware of how big Westlife oh. and Atomic Kitten maybe were? Because being in the back in the bathroom with Westlife... Would have been in, a pretty fucking in big In 1999. In 1999, Westlife were a huge boy band. I think they like very 10 much straight was,
2: number ones or something like that. Relentlessly. They? just yeah. at
0: One, I mean, really, I cannot express how boring their songs are. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> they all sound yeah. exactly the same. But that's they were still like a wildly successful boy band. So this is pretty huge. This is huge.
1: Carrie, not impressed. Barely knows who they are. She's been too busy like you know, helping her mom in and out rehab. Yeah, she's got and- real shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's got real problems. Her mom's so really boys-
0: flying without wings, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah.
2: everybody's looking for that something.
1: Um, were you a Westlife fan, Dave?
2: Um, I think I secretly was. I don't think I wanted to admit it because it was a bit naff to like them. Fair. But when I, I started listening to them in the last week just to kind of like refresh some stuff,
0: you'd be like, and you know what? I,
2: re- I knew every word flying without wings. I knew every word to swear it all over again. And there was some other bop as well, which, uh, World of Our Own, I was like, <laughs> mm, that yeah.
0: is a bop. And they um, did. They'd always perform at like the Royal Variety Show. They were it was on TV a lot. They'd always do the key change and then I'll stand up on the uh, key. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. even I'm if you prepared, wrote doing shit, you the were the like, it myself. is kind of
2: moving. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm on a stall at the moment. I'm gonna stand up You're at gonna, a crucial moment in the show.
1: But keep us waiting. We have to earn us. We have to earn us. And there was also
0: there I don't think they ever made it big in America, but I think Americans would recognize, especially flying without wings. I think lots of other American boy bands like 98 Degrees shit like that would have covered their songs for the I American think, Idol
2: stuff I um, someone from American Idol did a version of it yep, Ruben that, it Ruben. was big
0: on American Idol yeah yeah yeah. so there's little Scrappy Carrie she's not impressed by Westlife and also Atomic Kitten themselves are getting quite big so she doesn't need him you know Atomic yeah. Kitten they're not exactly this was the boom of girl bands so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie they weren't huge 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 but you know they had, a, they had some they had some bops
2: yeah and it's and the it same was producers sick. that did Spice Girls songs yeah and it so was it had good. that energy yeah
1: that's right and as yeah. well it's really important that we remember just how
0: beautiful little 19 year old Carrie Katona was oh they oh, were both really? like the looks ones of the band let's be honest you were meant to fancy Brian the most not my type but he was very much the boyish good looking one you're meant to fancy and you were me- and the men were meant to find Carrie the hot one like they were both the good looking ones, quote unquote, of their band. She, yeah. watched, she was gorgeous. She, she looked was like a beautiful. little She
1: looked like a little Britney Spears, because she had the big brown eyes, the blonde hair.
2: And also and those massive knots. I mean,
0: yeah, I know what I meant to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've been thinking about. It's just how it's I know this sounds crass, guys, but honestly, that you they put your fucking eye out. Like they I don't know how they so up straight without falling over. They were huge. I mean, Jessica Simpson looks flat chested in comparison. I'm serious. They yeah. were enormous. It was it was a lot. Well, I think she, she
2: said herself that oh, I don't think I got picked for my voice. I think yeah. I got picked for two special things. That I they
0: were yeah. She like was that. she was blessed.
1: <laughs> she was yeah,
2: blessed.
1: <laughs> very much so. Well, she was certainly getting a lot of attention. So we must return to the scene. <laughs> sorry, yes, we're sorry, sorry. backstage at a the Smash stage. Hits tour. Put us in the scene. We're in the men's toilets. There's Kerry Maybe she's sitting up by the
0: sink. Of course she's she is. smoking One away. Of the boys. One of the lads. The Some lads are all. Yep. <laughs> Oh, no, I bet she'd be like B&H, actually.
2: Oh, yeah, Marlborough Red.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Marlborough Red. She has the real (laughs) shit. Stop started doing lights when she was 12.
1: (laughs) She's surrounded by five horny, sweaty Irish lads in matching suits all competing to win her attention. And she said they kept annoying her and saying, which one do you fancy? Which
2: one
0: are you going to kiss? Oh my god, this could have gotten really dark in <laughs> this scene.
2: <laughs> I also just got a bit horny when you said that as well. Sweaty Irish men <laughs> suits all sweaty. around her in, in a public toilet. I was like, <laughs> a
0: flashback. Well, there was no cameras. <laughs>
1: this is a world before smartphones guys <laughs> so but she's getting vibes from brian she's getting vibes off brian but there's a problem there's a strict no dating rule in the world of girl bands and boy bands classic they're not allowed to date uh but brian still gives her his number and she says Listen, mate, Just because you're in a boy band, don't think I'm going to be another notch in your bedpost. I've never been like that, and I'm not going to
0: start now. That's right, Kara. You tell him. Could you do that again in a Scouse accent? Yeah, try and do her <laughs> accent. Reality. Yes. Listen, mate. Just because you're in a boy band, oh. don't think I'm going to get an, going to be another notch in your bedpost. <laughs> I mean it wasn't Irish so <laughs> it started out really good the listen mate you said so, oh, that was good it wasn't that I was bad was it went really it, it went really McCartney after a while <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wrong I
1: liked it. I liked it so she's not like other pop stars Brian's gonna have to work a little bit harder to get with Carrie. So, but then they're going on tour and they're spending up, you know, they're going, there's a, there's a whole scene.
0: What's the age like, here? Isn't she really, am I right in saying that she's, they're both quite young? She's like 18, he's like 19, 20, or they're still really young, aren't they? Wasn't yeah, they're the teenagers. The they're yeah. teenagers. It's a like very pretty Justin vibe. They're 18,
1: 19 at best. Yeah. And besides, she's still going out with Kluke, the, the, her boyfriend.
0: Bouncer, <laughs> what's his Bouncer. <laughs> I know not say you can't judge someone by their name. I think you can if the name is Clue. I think that's a red flag.
1: So then they started going out. Uh, sorry, they started seeing more of each other. And she was like, "Oh, he's a really good listener, mm-hmm. and he's really sensitive. I've never felt." anything like that, you know, about anybody like that before. But then he so this is how she describes their first kiss. So they're all in bed you know, as in like, all the different like boy bands and girl groups they'd all be hanging out and they'd all end up like crashed in a bed, fully clothed Brian was all over me we were laughing as I tried to wriggle out of his way and then he kissed me it was absolutely awful sloppy, sorry, it was absolutely awful sloppy like a washing machine and I wasn't impressed at all but before anything more could happen their manager foxy noxy burst into the room foxy. and she said i don't give a shite what life you're in get out of this room now their manager
0: was amanda Knox, was foxy noxy <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow y- really
2: yeah busy woman <laughs> Yeah, she was very busy around that time yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they've had their
1: first kiss they share mobile or they, sh- I think, mobile numbers. They yeah. both immediately lose each other's mobile number. Oh, but there's a, there's a twist. Kerry finds out that Brian is actually dating <gasps> ha- Hannah from S Club 7.
0: <gasps> <gasps> Hannah Spiteri steps into the ring. Oh, another bl- <laughs> another hot blonde. Oh, my hot God. Plot twist. Watch so out. she says, I'm not interested
1: until you're single. So that's up to you. The ball's in your court.
0: Okay. He has a type. My God
1: so he then they're on another tour a young fan comes up and wants to get goes up to kerry and wants to get s club seven's autograph so she walks into the dressing room okay. and finds brian talking to Hannah. okay oh. breaking up with her well so then kerry's all upset she's like i don't understand what's going on i thought you liked me and then he runs out and says kerry I was breaking up with her. There you go. Okay. Is
0: that the last mm. nice thing he did, though?
2: <laughs> it's very and convenient that she happened to walk in while he was breaking <laughs> up with
0: her. Yeah, very I'm kind convenient. of with Dave on this. This doesn't mm. doesn't bode well. So she said, that's when we had our first proper kiss. Forget
1: the washing machine. This sec- <laughs> this kiss was so sexy. Oh, okay. She's
0: in. Okay. Um, I quite
2: and fancy I... the washing machine kiss, actually. I'm quite like... <laughs> i yeah. for that one. Mm, yeah. not sure how that would work, but I'm not for trying, it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so this is, and I love the past. I wonder if you can get this sort of like digs. This is, again, straight from Kerry's memoir. She said, we had the same sense of humour and we're always coming up with one-liners that cracked us up. I just fed o- fell head over heels, madly in love. People would pick on him as the ugly one. <sighs> or the fat one in Westlife, but to me, he was beautiful. I wasn't oh. interested in what he looked like. I've never been a looks person, oh and I've never gone for the same type of guy the way some girls do. This is expert
0: shade. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really well done.
2: Yeah, it's done to perfection, isn't That's it? Really That's really well done here. Like- like- Bravo. <laughs> I was thinking of this when you said he was like the good looking one in the band and stuff. I
0: didn't I say I found him good looking. No, <laughs> I said actually, he was very no, much pushed know. upon us. But yeah,
2: he was. But I always thought that, that like Nicky and mm-hmm. Kian were like the little blonde mm-hmm. ones were the really cute ones. Yeah,
1: I, uh, them, I famously do not think anybody should give Irishmen attention.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Exclusive,
0: guys. I hope that's the only quote they take out of this podcast ever. It's true. I just think
1: Irish men are brought up, especially by their mothers, to just be like, I'm amazing. I'm the best thing in the whole world. So I find it morally reprehensible that then we Irish women have to put up with that. And then they leave Ireland and non-Irish people are like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Oh, my God, I love his accent.
0: I hear you. And they're all short, I'm saying it. <laughs> they're like five foot eleven, that's the tallest guy on the island. No, I'm not having it. Annoying. Well, Brian
2: Fadden was quite tall, maybe that's
0: for an Irishman. Him. For an Irishman, that's what I mean. He was five foot two. I know. Can you believe it? He, he could go on some of the rides at Alton Towers. It's a really big
1: deal. <laughs> So, poor Carrie and Brian are in love with each other.
0: They poor, are so- <laughs> out, poor guys are in love. Oh, shit, here we go.
1: <laughs> they're in love, but remember, they can't tell they anybody can't tell anyone. because
0: <sighs> they think it will ruin
1: their career. Very okay, Brittany um, and Justin's secret their bandmates find out everybody's really annoyed with them so then they decide we're gonna break up we're gonna break up they're crying they meet up in a hotel in London he brings her a cuddly toy saying I have we have to break up Carrie. we you know it's the best for you you must I can't hold you back you've worked too hard for it <laughs> and she's crying and she goes back to her hotel and then he rings her up and he's like I've been crying all the way home in the taxi tell us the story <laughs> So then they can't They just They can't bear it So then both of them Meet up in the middle Of the night They break into Kensington Gardens
2: Oh my god Right Notting Hill That's a bit posher Then where is she from Warrington or something yeah, She's not from Kensington <laughs>
1: they meet up they he carries her into the park so she doesn't muddy her shoes they're kissing on a park bench and he says kerry i've got a circle of life i've got my queer, and i've got my family but there's one thing missing and you're the
0: one that needs to fill it oh my god okay
2: If I was Kerry and Kerry's point in her life, everything she'd gone through, Mm -hmm. I think she'd been waiting for someone to say that to her for 18 years or whatever it was, however old they was. I think she'd been waiting... Every day of those 18 years, she'd been waiting for a man to come along, pick her up and sweep her off her feet and say those exact words to her. Like... I'm going to cry now. It was. Oh, God,
0: guys, <laughs> it's an emotional one this week.
1: So they go away for Christmas. Okay. And then on New Year's Eve, in the dark, by a castle, the same place his grandfather proposed to his grandmother.
0: Oh, God.
1: Brian proposes to Kerry.
0: <sighs> They're both still teenagers, right? They're both still it's teenagers. It's never a good idea, guys. It's just never a good idea if you're under 20. It's never a good idea under 40, if you ask me, but it's really never a good idea under 20. <laughs> so I think it's at this I think this
1: is where we'll take our trip to memory lane. Uh, so, Dave, imagine it's the summer of... No, let's say it's we're probably in 2000s at this stage. Ooh, um, millennium. <laughs> what
2: <Where laughs> am I wearing, Yeah, Do I happen to be wearing... Don't cut this? jeans. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you asked the question. Top, it? Yeah. Mm, You're in a, top.
1: a fancy Ben Sherman shirt. Oh, nice. How many
2: belts am I wearing? It was very special to wear about four belts at the time. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Yeah. You have yellow tinted
0: sunglasses. I mean, yellow, uh, sunglasses, yellow lens sunglasses. Oh, yes. Maybe a... What else would you have on? Some you've big got fat a, shoes. You've got a Von a, a Dutch cap on. No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. No. Okay. We're not Von Dutch yet. We're silver, but you are in boot jeans. We can, look, yeah, we can all Buka agree jeans. on that. You're
2: in boot cut jeans. I've got a few belts on. I think I might have curled my hair to look like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> done that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, Wait. I'm wearing a bandana.
0: He's wearing a bandana, a yes, white bandana. Am. Yes, I am. yeah. <laughs> wearing a white bandana. Maybe, s- maybe some Diamante on it, like Jalen. <laughs> oh, I spent two
2: ninety-nine <laughs> on this at Dolston Market and I am proud of it. That's this. right, you
0: wearing <laughs> it out. <laughs> guess who you guess who you bump into
2: when you're out.
1: No, no, no. Bring, bring, it's your Nokia. Quick, quick! Dave, answer your Nokia.
2: Oh, hey. <laughs> <Good> oh, <time. laughs> Who is this? Oh, Dave. It's me. It's Kerry.
1: <laughs> me and Brian, are, we're heading out. <laughs> I don't know where I'm I I know, think where I'm, going I'm, going I'm rushing. I'm rushing. It's Kerry. Brian, they're having a night night out. And they want you to come along. Talk us through the journey.
0: What, what happens? Do think, what do you think the night out is? Yes.
2: Yeah. They're in Kensington Gardens. He's carrying her around. And they call yes. me. She's like, we're heading to the Weatherspoons opposite Kensington Gardens.
0: Not even yeah. a China White's Weatherspoon. That's <laughs> no, Carrie. Of the Wetherspoons. <laughs> That's Carrie. We're a
2: jug of woo-woo. She's yep. like, the woo-woos are on me. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I can imagine Dame Bowers is there. Oh, yes.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: D- Dame Bowers is gonna be around. He might already be at the Wetherspoons. Yeah. Because he's realised that drinks are cheaper before eight PM. Yeah. So he's got there before the six to eight deal.
1: Bowers you- is in, maybe he's a bit sweaty already.
2: Bowers he's a bit is honest. in there, probably maybe with Lisa Scott Lee, who's flirting yep. a bit with him. Yeah. And maybe someone from Nine One One.
0: Yeah, we're I don't know they be there. are on the Smash
2: Hits tour. AJ, AJ—he wasn't even five.
0: No, AJ was one of the um, the split hair, wasn't he? <gasps> from Nine One One.
2: Yeah, oh. With the curtains. I think so. Ah, Ledge. Um, they, I think they're very in love. She has been swept off her feet by this prince, this Irish prince who's turned up and has literally swept her off her feet and said all the things that she's been asking for all her life. And he just can't stop looking at her tits. So,
0: Dave, <laughs> <laughs> the bear, bringing the facts here, guys. He's <laughs> 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 just breaking it down. Both
2: got what they needed.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> I imagine Kerry on the dance floor a lot of the night and I imagine every now and then tries to drag Brian up but he refuses and he suspends the whole night leaning against the bar with a pint it's quite like pressed into his chest looking at the dance floor nodding.
0: Yeah I can see that happening I imagine her getting more I imagine they um, I imagine she gets a bit pissed Mm. and I imagine they get in a fight before they go home, I imagine a lot of their nights end in a sort of a drunken fight. Of her being like, "You won't have any fun with me." He's like, "We were on the fucking dance floor the whole time. Can't we have a conversation? Let's have like a conversation about in a pub, Brian. Come on. Why didn't you want to go out tonight? What well, you said you'd be that. There's a little like, drunk bickering. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dave the Bear is just trying to like get in with Dane Bowers and Lisa Scott Lee and be like, <laughs> "I'm
2: trying to be the new member of 911 in case one of them <laughs> leaves. I'm trying to sneak in like." Uh be really flirty with all those kind of not so good bands so you ones. imagine that
0: they were quite a lovey-dovey couple that they were quite mm. like in very much teen like loves young I dreams.
2: i do like. yes i very much do i think he really liked her as well and just she was beautiful and um and she was lots of fun she seems like a good laugh so i think he was really into her as well and she was so into him but yeah, I
1: who will we'll see? We'll see what what fate has in store for them. So remember, as of yet, they still aren't public as a couple because they can't lose that fan base who think at one stage they could possibly go out with Brian or Oh, I can't Kerry. remember what I was going to say. Sorry,
2: I've From what I read, it didn't seem like they were like, in a boozy relationship or anything oh, like okay. that. It actually seemed like they were in quite a non-party thing. She doesn't seem like much of a party girl. She's always saying that she's always home. She doesn't like to be late, out late. I don't know if that's just what she's written in yeah But
0: she but but but. was, and we
1: will get to it, she was pregnant for about 98% of their time together. And yeah. of her life, basically. <laughs> she's, yeah,
0: pregnant. she's pregnant yeah. a lot, so yeah. So as of yet, the
1: public do not know that they are a couple, even though they're secretly engaged. So uh, they have to keep everything Secret, So that is starting to really stress Carrie out because, as we've mentioned, her mom is quite difficult, so that's a lot of pressure. She's in a girl group. That's a lot of pressure. So they break up briefly. She says that, that Brian can be quite controlling and possessive. She briefly dates Dan Corsi.
0: Oh, yeah, Dan Corsi. Blast from the past.
1: She goes out with Dan Corsi. Um, then she bumps into the lead singer from Aqua, And that reminds her that Brian used
0: to go out with her and he dumped her via an interview in a magazine. Oh God, that's so 90s, dumping on the magazine.
1: So they break up briefly, but then they get back together. um, And then they set up paparazzi pictures so they can finally go public as a couple. Classic. And then just before Atomic Kitten release, again, she decides she wants to leave the band so she can completely devote
0: herself to Brian. Oh, n- also never a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So bear in mind, they've been going out less than a year at this stage. Oh God. And also, can we just say like Atomic Kitten were good, but mm. Carrie was in no, but Carrie was not like a Beyonce. She was in no, no position to like embark on a solo career and have some great success, nor was she known for some... Vocal gymnastics, really. She was just a girl. And, like, she needed to hang on for as long as she fucking could. <laughs> yeah. Leaving that band was not a good idea. Well, just as she's already
1: decided she is leaving the deva- the band to devote herself full time mm-hmm. to Brian, she discovers she's pregnant. Of course she is. So at least that makes, you know, the decision easier. She's leaving the band. Her and Brian are officially engaged. She moves To Ireland, to a big house in the middle of
0: nowhere in County Wicklow. This is already depressing. Now it's starting to get bleak, guys. Get the whiskey out. So now she's gone from being a pop princess to living in
1: Wicklow up the mountains by herself. (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) So for Brian's 21st birthday party, she uh, surprises him by giving him uh, an electric piano so there's a party in the house for him and his family mid-party this is Carrie's words he sat me on a chair in the middle of a huge function room surrounded by his family and sang
0: if tomorrow never comes oh my god Jesus <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he's oh. playing
2: every card to woo this woman i mean all of these things are so romantic and it's everything she wants it's just oh. Like, oh, i, can't I that's mean, what she wants that is what she wants though i mean if someone did that to any of us we'd vom. but that's exactly what she's wanted all her life and mean know she's
0: got that. it She's got the ring. She's knocked up. She's got him serenading her in front of Wait, his whole friends and family. That Garth Brooks is involved.
2: <laughs> Garth Brooks is involved? Is that who's
1: by? I thought that was Ronan. No. Oh, my God.
2: If tomorrow <laughs> never comes.
1: <laughs> he also you? sings Memoirs of Love, which is a song he wrote about her. About And I love this detail about how true love is never taken slowly. so mind they they
0: haven't even known each other two years at this stage oh goodness (laughs) all right he's already he's already in defensive mode okay
1: okay so then she has her baby a lovely baby girl but they're getting married they're getting married and they've decided to go big yeah they're having a big wedding they're having their wedding is in a small little church weirdly enough the same church that my big
0: sister got married in. There you go, guys. It's because it's the only one there. <laughs> I own is a small country, <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> and then they have the reception in Slane Castle. And mm-hmm. um, but just as a little note before we get to the wedding. Just before, uh, Brian goes in his stag do and, and Kerry's just like, enjoy yourself, get strippers, I don't care, you enjoy yourself with the lads. And then the next day he comes back and she says he was in a really weird mood and he kept saying... Listen, people are going to try and sell stories about me, and just always remember:
0: girls will try to destroy us, and oh. you can't
1: trust anybody.
0: Oh, ladies, if your man comes back from a stag do and says this, it, don't get married, please. just Take this, take it as a red flag. Don't get married. <laughs> don't get yeah.
2: Married.
0: <laughs> Listen to what he is telling
2: you <laughs> Yeah, just be like Tell me straight what happened Or this wedding is not happening <laughs> Oh
0: god, oh Brian Instead okay. Carrie's so just begins. like
1: Carrie's just like, oh that's a weird thing to say Okay, cool So they have this huge big wedding OK Magazine, you know, is all over it I remember the um, cover. Dane Bowers <laughs> Sang during the ceremony Great and then during his his speech, Brian gets the length of time they've been together wrong. So he says, I can't believe we've been together three years. And Carrie has to correct him and say, we've been together two years.
0: Oh, on the wedding day. <laughs> Jeez, check. I mean, my God. Oh, these oh. are not
1: good signs. Okay, there's further signs pop problems maybe ahead. Mm-hmm. Brian invites all his friends to come along on the honeymoon. Oh! <gasps>
2: Yeah this is, this is wild. Yeah, he doesn't want to so, be alone with her.
1: That he doesn't nuts. want to be alone with her. And then oh she God. says he's he's acting different. He's not affectionate. She said her and the baby went to Sweden to see him and he
0: appeared in a hotel lobby with two fans. <gasps> then went off without her to go gambling. Oh my Oh, he's over it. The minute she had the kid the minute she got pregnant he was over it. he's done it He's done it Elvis and um Elvis and Priscilla. The minute she got pregnant he, she just became a mum to him, and that was the end of that so oh then, God but she's you know she's got the kid, but she's back working. It's really important for her to go. Get-
1: you know, to to try and, you know, get some career. And then she's working on a show. Uh
0: with Michael is it Michael Greco called Eliminate. Oh yeah, he had a real moment. Oh my god. Housewives oh, yeah. favorite, Michael Greco. Oh my god, they loved him. Yeah, I remember. So that. she's
1: working on the show, she gets a phone call from a friend saying, Don't believe it, it's all nonsense. Oh, <gasps> Oh, God. She keeps... Oh, no, Carrie. It turns out a story is broken. Believe it, Carrie. Believe it. It's not nonsense. mm -hmm. (laughs) That Brian had an intimate moment with a lap dancer on his tattoo.
0: I bet he did. Oh, God.
1: And the, the... the lap dancer claimed he paid her £15,000 to stay <gasps> quiet about it.
0: Oh, this lap dancer did well because then she got money from the press as well. I want to get her on the show. She's a smart yeah. cookie. <laughs> so Carrie's panicking.
1: She rings Brian because he's obviously on tour with Westlife. And his response is, is this what you think of our marriage? If you really think I'm, I do something like that, just get a divorce. I'm sick of people accusing me of things. <sighs> Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. Carrie, leave. Run, 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 run. Oh, my God. This is awful. So poor Carrie is distraught. He's not answering his phone.
1: She has to ring all the members of Westlife, including Louis Walsh, before... Brian eventually rings her back and says,
0: Oh yeah, it's true. <gasps> oh my god, this bastard. And all the all, all, all the Westlife boys were covering for him as well. Yeah, the lads, lads, everyone, lads.
2: Dane Bowers probably was too. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> if this had been boys, though, Stephen would have fucking told her. He would have helped yeah, her out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stephen wasn't massive Brian. That's um, right.
1: So then they meet up, she cries, he cries. They, she agrees
0: to give it another go, oh, and She's she has to, because what? What's happened? She's pregnant again. She's pregnant again. Where she is. Carrie does not have good taste in men, guys. You have to feel for her, and she is very forgiving. She just wants to be loved so badly. She wants to be loved so badly. That she so will, and this does not change as she gets older, unfortunately. She's so desperate to be loved, and her idea of love is so fucked up from her childhood mm-hmm. that she will accept so much bad things like this it just it, it is she'll do anything it takes as long as it means i'll have a tiny bit of affection you know it's mm-hmm. so sad
2: yeah I like her winning i'm a celebrity or whatever like that was just the one of the biggest moments for her because she finally just went people like me and
0: yeah and mm-hmm. they
2: i just want to be loved and these people love me that's why that was so important for her because mm-hmm. yeah it was being loved by people and she needed that validation mm-hmm. but
0: she's never really got she's such an unhealthy relationship with 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 men and with relation, oh god! This is not. I mean, this is a prime example of a caricature relationship. Anyways, go on.
1: So it's a this what time. What does the asshole
0: done, do next? <laughs>
1: <There you laughs> so they're yeah, tra- yeah. They're really, really trying to make work. They're really trying to make work, but no, now
0: she's trying to make it work.
1: <laughs> so the lap dancer. Because, of course, Brian publicly denied that anything happened between him and the lap dancer. Uh So she threatens to sue him. Yes. Yes, Queen. That's right. Do it. So he has to release a statement admitting that it was true.
0: Incredible stuff. What a woman.
1: So this is sort of hanging over the relationship as they keep trying to move on for it. And but Kerry's getting suspicious because she's and like she she finally gets suspicious. <laughs> what tipped her off? <laughs> Because she notices he's beginning to like the extra press attention he's getting. Because now, as she says again, this is in Carrie's words, he's no longer the fat one from Westlife. <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: not letting that go. That's shady. Has, well, listen, he was never really fat. This is just, she's just saying this to me. He was mean. I'm never
2: fat to me.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Now he's the bad boy. He's the bad boy. Oh, I see. He's, he's trying to be Dane Bower, isn't he? <laughs> so she goes on I'm a
1: Celebrity. You know, she has that amazing moment of like pure love and acceptance mm. from the public. The downside is she notices Brian's a little bit jealous. Yeah, she
0: became Real Nation's sweetheart then as well. People yeah. really fell in love with her.
1: So quite soon after she wins I'm a Celebrity... Brian, he wants a change in his image. Mm-hmm. He's no longer B-R-Y-A-N. He's now B-R-I-A-N. And that's not the only thing that's changing. He's leaving Westlife. Dun, <gasps> <gasps> um, He starts working with Guy Chambers and basically becomes Guy obsessed Chambers. with being the next Robbie Williams. I was just going to say yeah, he's trying to yeah. be the next
0: Robbie. But he's missing everything that made Robbie Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> so, he loses weight.
1: He grows a beard. He's changed how his name's spelt. He brings out a single. <laughs> Did
0: he that's all name the <laughs> <a> Big <laughs> thing. You know, it's holding me back. It's the why. That's what's doing it, guys.
2: <laughs> and he on released Wikipedia. The name change. There's quite a lot on it. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. There's like at least two paragraphs on the name change. If it has yeah, a, a whole
0: really section, funny. it's a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So,
1: he released a single all about wanting to spend time with his family and he's all above it. He's grown out of his boy band oh, years. Shut up. The only problem is, the one thing he's definitely not doing at the moment is spending any time with his family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, instead, he's sort of basically avoiding Kerry. He's never at home. And when he is at home, he's bragging about this amazing Australian
0: singer. Oh, here she comes. He's going to be doing a duet with called... Delta Delta Goodrum. Here she comes. I knew she was coming in. He's got a type. My God. Carrie is staying at her mum's when Brian
1: rings her up and says he doesn't love her anymore. (gasps) Harsh.
0: And that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's it, guys. So anyways, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Her life went kind of downhill from there
1: as well, but you know. (laughs) And it was so, so, she said basically she just was devastated. Oh my God. She ends up having to go to the priory to deal with the I trauma of it all. And then she comes out. The kids are saying with Brian and his parents on Christmas Day mm-hmm. carries on her own. Brian rings her up while she's at home on Christmas Day for the first time oh, no. since the split
0: and says, oh, just, so you know, I'm going out with Delta Goodroom. I didn't realise he, just, I didn't realise that, I've forgotten that is, that this it was so quick between her and Delta. He basically swapped over, like literally left, yeah. her, left her for Delta.
2: Yeah, he came home one day from recording with her and just talked about her the whole time and then went away on tour and then broke up with her over the phone and then month later, it was like, yeah, we're going a boyfriend now. So.
0: And they were together for a while as well. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, I remember he was really disliked for that. And as as a result, Delta's career never took off in this country because Good. everyone hated her. Good,
2: <laughs> well, Either of them really. Did, did Delta right, do well yeah. in Australia or did Brian do well anywhere else? Like, I
0: know. No, I don't think so. Not, not really. He's kind of, re- well, I'm sure Brian, you'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's not as hated, I suppose. So that is, that is the,
1: the ballad. Of Kerry and Brian. You know, this is kind of why we do this. We we pick through the remains of a failed love affair and try to gain whatever wisdom we can from this tragic story. So, Dave, why do you think ultimately Brian and Kerry didn't work?
2: He's a douchebag. <laughs> Mainly, but then at the same time, maybe he was just young and she's got big tits, you know. We <laughs> just you know? keep
0: bringing up her tits. <laughs> I mean, they re- guys, I can't tell you. They're really big. They are spectacular. Like, big naturals are hard to come by like this. <laughs> but do you
1: think he's, like, this... He's young and he's... Suddenly he's he's world famous. He's got thousands of girls screaming at him. And then he sees, like, this British... Jessica Simpson and he's so young he's, his brain hasn't even finished forming I yet. almost
2: don't blame him for that I think in this period of li- of his life he was a douchebag and he did treat her badly but I don't think it was malicious yeah I agree I, think, I don't think yeah, it was he was just a young man and then everything was working everything was going really well in his life he met this beautiful woman who happened to have these big old titties and, uh, <laughs> and he did fall for her and she was very fun and charismatic so he probably mm. was like you are amazing. I want to marry you. And it was all there. I think everything was real at the beginning. And as and then when you have groupies
0: throwing themselves at you and, he, and you're 19 and 20, I think in his respect, I think his side of it is actually kind of, tale as old as time the Mm -hmm. pop star prick very bieber they all do this They all become assholes in their 20s and they kind of grow out of it and go sorry i was a bit of a dick back then justin included all of them i think the difference with this one in comparison to a lot of those boy band stories where they get with a female pop star is that she wasn't your average female pop star because of where she'd come from Mm. so unlike jessica and unlike you know selena gomez unlike a lot of them she'd come from such like trauma in terms of her childhood that her the way she reacted to it was very different she wasn't like oh fuck you and breaking up constantly she was kind of taking a lot of it which has made it sadder mm-hmm. that's so, what makes this a bit different i think than the standard story so this is what brian said in an interview later about the relationship how far later are we talking years so this later? this is
1: 2007 oh okay so pretty soon after okay uh, i was very young when i met her and no one ever loved me before Uh, So when Kerry came along and wanted me, that gap was filled and I felt good simply because I had somebody to share everything with. I never stopped to think, you really should get to know this person before you have kids. Think of marrying or settle down. So then we had the first baby, bought a house, spent time together and Mm -hmm. West life became the same thing over and over. And I woke up one morning and realised this is not what I want to do with my life. I don't see myself being with this woman in 20 years. She's not who I'm meant to be with.' so we didn't have anything in common.
0: Which is fair. It is He did it in a shitty way, but I mean, yeah, this is why you don't get engaged when you're fucking 19. (laughs) This is is what I said. You shouldn't... This is normal. But just the way he went about it was pretty rubbish,
2: but... Yeah, it was crappy, but like you say, we've all did crappy things when we're in our early 20s in a relationship, and yeah, so... Mm. So, yeah, I don't hate him for that. Yeah, he was was the douche of the relationship, but I don't think that makes him essentially a bad person. It was just...
1: Same. mm, So... Now we come to the second big question. <laughs> and just bear in mind it's, we're not obviously talking about sort of, career, we're talking about sort of holistically. When we think of this relationship
0: I think this is a tough one oh,
1: yeah. I don't think I'm going to answer in it the way the you think I'm going to answer it. <laughs> between Brian and Kerry. In every splish there is people we're happy for, there's people we're worried about. A split has a winner and a loser. It is binary. So in the great... The great heartbreak that was Carrie and Brian, who thrived, who simply survived.
2: Okay, I'm going with numbers. Okay. So I've done some research today. Oh so there. Kerry Katona has eight hundred thousand followers on Instagram, <laughs> whereas Brian <laughs> McFadden only has three hundred thousand. So I think we know who the real winner here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Carrie! <Kerry. Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: don't think it's Carrie. <laughs> At all? What? And I think if Brian has spent one minute talking about what happened- No, it's the end Brian of the- it's now. the end
1: of the show. We don't have time. We've run out of time. <laughs> Carrie's doing really well. Uh, only good things happened to
0: her after Brian left her. <laughs> but I she, think is she is the- Princess Diana the <laughs> <Yes>. end. <laughs> it's just, in words of the way you say thrived or survived, I mean, Carrie has- the word survived is precisely the word I would use to describe Kerry Carrie and She has survived a lot. Thrive is not a word I would use to describe Caricatona, but survived she fucking has. So I will. I mean, in like as positive a way as possible, mm. she has survived. Whereas I think Brian has probably, in his personal life and just in general, I think maybe not career wise, but generally speak, I think it's fair to say he's lived a much more thriving life. Mm. I think in the last twenty years than Little Carrie has. He is
2: actually. Had, she has survived. Has actually She's fucking survived. She survived a lot. <laughs> he had Delta and then he had married someone else. He never what? married so, Delta. He had Vogue. Uh, Vogue. He had Vogue yeah. Williams yeah. First So bit. he married,
1: while. So he married Vogue Williams. Who was the equivalent And they
2: of were a weird couple. Yeah. I always knew they weren't
0: going to work out. They were always... All their interviews, I was like, you guys fucking hate yeah. each other. It was yeah. weird, those two. But he's now married to a PE teacher. Yeah. I think he's settled down. He's done a bit of a Peter Andres, kind of receded back from public, more so mm-hmm. than Peter mm-hmm. even. Mm. And just married a Normie I love when they marry a Normie A big mm. fan of people Married a Normie And he's just kind of Settled down He's doing really well Whereas Carrie mm. has Had some ups and downs To put what, what, it What right.
1: I will say I'm going to say That when you consider Their backgrounds Exactly The Bryans of this world Always
0: bloody thrive they He ended up where thrive. We thought he was The minute yeah. she saw him In your Barry Bryden's Billy Barry like, kids Billy Barry Bullets. They whatever, don't know pain You knew he was going to do like They don't this. know pain They don't know He doesn't understand He never would and I did a photo shoot with Carrie and her taxi was late to pick her up. And we had to hang out for like three hours, just me and her outside while she would smoke through cigarettes. And she never complained. Mm. She never bitched and moaned. She was brilliant at the shoot. She just was cool with it. I got a lot of time for Carrie Katona. I, I feel for the woman, but she was professional and she could have been like, fucking hell, get me this fucking. She never did any of that.
2: While we're name dropping, Ka- I did a gig with Duncan from Blue, like about <laughs> Six months, a year ago, we I mean, were named like up on the same level ago. here, <laughs> Carrie and Duncan. <laughs> and he's good friends with Carrie as well. And he was just saying that about how happy she is and about how much money she's made from OnlyFans and stuff. She's and mi- she ni- her net worth no, is in the millions at the moment. Oh. And He was just saying like she is in the best place. She's she's
0: everywhere. in a very good place now through yeah. survival. She has like just survive.
1: And what I know we're but. I think what is so makes me feel so happy is that Carrie could so easily be one of those tragic figures from the Norshies that we look back and go, "Oh yeah, my god, if totally. if only she had, you know, you know that if only someone had intervened, she's yeah, with us, that kind yes, of thing." Yes, and yeah. you know. Th- Times have changed now and the way we talk about mental health, the way we treat women in the public eye. And I'm just so happy for her that she has survived mm-hmm. to we appreciate and see her journey and what she's achieved in a
0: different light. And she's very good with her children. All her kids love her. She's won she Mom kids. of the year twice. Yeah, <laughs> Mum of the year twice. And she's had a lot of children with a lot of difficult men and Mm. she's and all the kids are with her and they all seem very very happy with her so i
2: think surviving is actually the winning in this situation precisely
0: Mm. yeah we're twisting it we're twisting yeah well speaking of a survivor yes (laughs) speaking of a true survivor we have one more question for you before you piss off here dave hit me you may know the number one survivor and the um the patron saint of this podcast she's out there somewhere wanting to be loved, needing to be loved, we would say. But she hasn't found anyone that we think is up to her level. So put your thinking cap on, Dave the Bear, and find for me someone you think who could be with the one, the only, the original survivor, Cher.
2: Right, okay. He's prepared. Months of preparing for this. He
0: was meant to be I, on the show years ago, guys. He, had, because I haven't got a share answer yet, so I'm not coming on.
2: Exactly. I've been, yeah, years and years and years. I've been
0: He'd hang up. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not Just give thought. me one more day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's somebody that's very into performing. Yeah. Very into extravagant costumes.
0: <gasps> okay.
2: They have oh. lovely long blonde hair. Oh. They're strong. Good age range for them. And I'm going with Hulk Hogan.
0: Hulk. Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you read any recent news about Hulk Hogan? Because there's no, been some controversy. I, <laughs> that I think it's worth addressing. Hulk Hogan. No, Let's no, say it's Hulk Hogan of the '80s. That before we knew, there's been some oh, recent stuff that no, isn't I great. Know about
2: this at all. Is that a bit of a grey area? Is it? Oh, yeah, oh it's a bit of a dicey. dicey list? List.
0: Cancel? Has he been canceled? of? There's been some dicey news with Hulk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no i'm so embarrassed after years of preparation and this happens which is a shame because oh. i'm into the idea if we go with 80s hulk okay 80s, 80s, stuff, 80s hulk 80s if we stop hulk. it at 85
0: okay. yeah 80s hulk i like it before <laughs> anyone his political views or anything like that or he went to any hotel rooms did anything he shouldn't have done before any of that oh, no original no. 85 hulk that i think you can go with 85 i mean that's mm-hmm. the hulk guy the hulk of our dreams I like it. I'm into it. We're, we're, we're good. Anyone at home who's offended by it, tough. If you're because... offended by it, you know what I would suggest? You snap out of it. Snap out of it. Oh, thank you so much, oh, Dave. What an amazing little I can't remember how much of that I just like knew. Like, she's really in the blood of this country, mm. of celebrity culture. Yeah. Thank you so much. She's the nation's princess.
2: Where but can was... our listeners find more reviews than Nature's Prince? Uh, oh, oh, I am the... Uh, yes, yes, I'll take the nation's prince. Um, Do you well, know I... che- he's Britain's <laughs> cheekiest bear? There you go. <laughs> there you go. The Big Hairy Growler, they call me. So, yeah, you can find me at Big Hairy Growler on Instagram and Twitter. Don't look at the pictures in front of your children. Um, <laughs> And then, yes, I perform weekly in Covent Garden and I live in Brighton, do a lot of shows down there. So, yeah, so I run Buff Brunch in Covent Garden, which is like Magic Mike, but with less budget. Uh, So we call it... And more body hair. Yeah, we call it Tragic Dave.
0: Love it. I know where I'm going this weekend.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: If
1: ever you fancy a good night out, I cannot emphasize enough, go to see a Dave the Bear show. It's... You, you, it's a night you will have the best night
0: out ever
2: yeah absolutely there'll be a lot of 90s pop references a lot of 90s pop music as well, well we,
0: so. he, we heard a few today exactly we know. he, he knows his stuff
2: <laughs> don't worry
0: oh excellent thank you so much for being here with us today I had a great time
2: thank oh, you Oh, absolute pleasure absolute pleasure
0: thank you the Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear
1: your celebrity couple crush,
0: so email us on
1: thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com at gmail.com
0: or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening.
1: Until the next time,
0: goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.
1: The, the way, way They Were. were.